This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Shouldn't you be at work? It's a lovely chip! Oh, it's a brilliant goal from Lord Bohino! Still it's not away. Southgate shot. Milosevic scores. DPR could do with a bit of magic from him. Maybe this is it. It is! Andy Sinton from nothing. Brian Roy has headed for his into lead. Whelan. Oh, what a goal from Noel Whelan. No power on it whatsoever. But Saibi has made a horrendous error. Now, you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Only oh, Hassan. No. Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin Will He Score. I'm Chris Gold. Joining me, Josh Widdicombe. Hello. And the Quizmaster General, Michael Marden, is here. Hello. Um, it's the last episode of Series 4, and as is tradition, we finish with the quiz as we always do, which means we need some help. Should we introduce our teams? Let's do it. On Josh's team tonight, Crystal Palace fan and quickly Kevin fan, Little James fan. Gill. I heard an anecdote that when Tim Flowers got his first England call-up, he took with him his autograph book, and that's how I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did Tim Flowers do that? Yeah, apparently. That's so lame, isn't That's it? That's lame. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> I, can, I can so relate to that. When I heard that, I was like, yes, Tim. Would you, you know when there is a player that's not great that gets in the England squad and they're never going to they're never gonna get there again? Miss him out. Yeah, would you? No, not miss him out. <laughs> if you were Marcus Stewart or whoever got called up once for England, yeah. would you try and act professional? Would you try and enjoy it? Because you'd know in your heart that it was never going to happen again. Enjoy it 100%. Have you ever got an autograph of someone because they've been with a famous footballer who you wanted the autograph of and this B-level footballer's next to them and yes. you got that? Could you remember? Dylan Kerr at Leeds United. <laughs> and who was, the, who was the, one, the main one next to him? The entire rest of the squad. <laughs> <laughs> when I supported Stephen Merchant on tour, we'd come out of stage door and there'd be about 30 people there for signatures and... Well, no, photos then with Stephen Merchant. And they'd all queue up. Yeah. And I'd just have to stand there. And then a few of them would go... Do you want to? Uh, I can get my photo of you if, with you if you want. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, go on. I think seeing as we're talking about having your picture taken, can we talk about the story where me and you were in Ibiza in the nightclub toilets, and someone yeah. approached you and asked for a photo. Someone came up to him and said, um, "Can I get a photo?" Just went, "Yeah, of course," and then uh, just put his arm around him. And he went, no, can you take a picture of me and my mate? <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you remember really? Yeah, I do. 
Why do they want their photo in the toilet? <laughs> really good. <laughs> that must have been a burn, right? You must have been yeah. like, well, right to get you. Well, I found it the funniest thing that happened. You haven't time. introduced your team, Skull. Yes, you may have heard him already. Oh. Please welcome back. I can't even remember how many appearances this is. But quickly, Kevin, regular Wolves fan, Mr. Thomas Parry. Yes, very happy to be here. And you're on my team tonight, Tom, and I'm very glad about that. I don't know. I'm not good with trivia. Here's how I feel about quizzes when it comes around to... Especially when it comes around to the sports round. Do you ever do that thing where, like... I remember I used to do gardening for the council when I first right. moved to London. Mm. And I, you know, first day, and I walked in, and everyone was like, oh, this kind of uni student kind of guy. Mm. And I said, oh, I'm a Wolves fan. And, like, the first question they say is, like, they go, like, oh, who have you got on Saturday? <laughs> Like, that's yeah. the first question. Yeah. Kind of, what they're really saying is, are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? And even if you know it, you suddenly just don't know it. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh um, God, it's, um, well, we had, we had Chelsea uh, two weeks ago. I remember that because that was 1-0, that was I think. Um, and then we had, uh, you know, you know, you, and then uh, you're kind of they're just watching you. That's um, how I feel about quizzes. You just suddenly go like, oh, shit, do I know this? <laughs> oh. Oh. What's your um, record like? Uh, I don't know actually. Well, we won together in the first one, yeah, yeah. and then we got split up, and I've won the two. But I think the second one, I, I still don't think I mathematically won that. I think that something weird happened at the end, didn't it? You definitely won the last two. There, there was there was a scoring anomaly, but it didn't. Oh happen. no, no, I wasn't blaming. The, I mean that something weird happened, like there was a, a round where you could win loads of points, and we kind of turned oh, it around see. in a. Yeah, it was a similar situation to if Chris had been like. 10 seconds ahead going into the Eliminator but then not being able to get up the travel later. That kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. Lovely. Lovely 90s reference. <laughs> Did uh, I tell you my fact about that? No. That uh, I met a gladiator, I won't say who it was, and they said <laughs> if there was too much distance between the people they'd speed up the travel later. <gasps> no! <laughs> wow. Why won't you reveal that name? No one's going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> what they speed up one travelator faster than the other travelator? No, they'd speed them both up so that so because they know that you know, say one person still got to do the zip wire and the balance beam or whatever it is, speed up the travelators because then you know the guy's going to sure. fail to get up or woman. Imagine um, having that power. Imagine being the producer in that. Like, um, I imagine the producer had like. <laughs> One of those like handles that uses an accelerator. <laughs> accelerate yeah. the travelator. It's just a label on it that says drama. Ratchets <laughs> <laughs> it right up. Um, I do, do you remember in Gladiators when the two two people would fail to get up the travelator? Sometimes yeah. they would slow it right down to like a creeping yeah. pace. Yeah. Was it jet? It wasn't Jack, no. <laughs> ah, it was Send in your guesses to hello at quicklykevin.com. That's, that's the real quiz. Right. And speaking of our email, let's have some correspondence. I'm Jim Rosenthal, and this is the Electronic Postbag. You've got mail. So, we get so much correspondence, we thought we'd just read out some that we didn't have time for this series while you guys are here. So this is from Will Higson. Hello, guys. Love the show. I have an excellent story. I'm not sure it's relevant as it doesn't actually feature any 90s footballers per se. However, it does involve my dad and an epic game of Championship Manager 97-98. Taking on the managerial role of Plymouth Argyle in Division 2 and initially making the astute signing of Michael Twiss on a free transfer from Man United open brackets, pace 20, close brackets my father managed a credible mid-table finish with a true 90s type 4-4-2 formation. I heard nothing of my father's performances thereafter until I decided to dig up his old game some years later to see how he'd got on. It turns out he'd played through a full 30 seasons, the maximum the game would allow. In his time, reminiscent of Dario Guardi at Crewe, he'd spent the entire game playing as Plymouth manager, 
once getting relegated before going straight back up, once getting promoted before returning to the relevant comfort of Division 2, where he spent 28 seasons... Just eking out his existence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can I just say I've never respected a man more? <laughs> Isn't that so good? <laughs> and the board have just decided this is us. This is where we're at. <laughs> we're solid. Um, now, so this is from Tom Solon. On the third of October, nineteen ninety-nine, I celebrated my eleventh birthday as a Man United fan. I was ecstatic to receive a new home shirt with a zip, as it was surely the coolest shirt ever made. My parents told me I could go to the mega store the next day and get it printed, as there was an offer on free printing. In the queue, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Our new signing, Swedish left winger Jesper Blomqvist, was stood behind us holding 20 shirts. He told us he was getting them printed with his own name to give to people who knocked on his door and asked for him for an autograph. <laughs> when I got to the front of the queue, the woman on the toll told me I couldn't have free printing as I couldn't prove that I bought the shirt in the megastore. However, my new mate Jesper quickly offered to pay for my shirt to be printed. He bent down and asked me what name I'd like on my shirt. <laughs> I looked into his hopeful eyes, thought for a second, and said, Keen. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. You might be a nice bloke, but there was no chance I was wearing Blancfist on my back all season. Right. If you do have any correspondence, uh, please get in touch like this. Get in touch with the show. Email hello at quicklykevin.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at QuicklyKevin and sign up to the mailing list at QuicklyKevin.com. Okay, Michael, the quiz. Yes, it's time now for the mildly anticipated, factually inconsistent Quickly Kevin end of series 90s football quiz. As discussed, Josh and James will be facing off against Chris and Tom to see who is crowned Series 4 champions. They'll be playing not only for what's left of their professional pride... And some 90s football-based goodies, which will be revealed at the end of the show. And uh, just as a final bit of admin, for anyone listening to this quiz for the first time in like weeks, months, or even years, please don't email me or tweet me about things that I've got wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you're not the first person. It just gets really annoying. (laughs) Right, let's get on with the quiz. When the seagulls follow the trawler, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. The first round is called 90s Football Starter for One. Oh, here we go. I'm so nervous. <laughs> the teams will face a series of general knowledge starter questions about 90s football. The first team to buzz in with the correct answer will receive one point and will then be able to exclusively answer three bonus questions on 90s football for an additional one point each. However, if you buzz in and incorrectly guess a starter question, you will be deducted one point and the question will be thrown over to the opposing team to answer. Everyone okay. happy with yeah, those rules? Yeah. I've seen University Challenge, University right? Challenge. Yeah. Here we go. Shh, right. I don't want to have to lawyer up. <laughs> <laughs> If Josh or James quickly, buzz in quickly, first, <laughs> if Josh or James buzz in first, you will hear this sound. Little legs, little legs over the top. And if Chris or Tom buzz in first, you will hear this sound. Can we not knock it? 
Okay, fingers on buzzers. Here is your first starter question. God, There's tension in the room. There really there. is. There really there is. Really is. It's, you just want to get one under your belt early doors. <laughs> <laughs> is that getting your first touch in the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, well, in the power of good. Nice and simple first yeah. touch. Question number one. Which 90s footballer and former guest on this show has the middle name Pierre? Can we not knock it? Chris. It's got to be Graham Rousseau. Hello. Oh, Correct. Really? Oh, oh, yes, on. please. We're off, we're off. Hello. First pass, simple. Get it Great right. Great answer. Okay. So is that here. the loo that Lasso went to? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is pure history. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so here are your bonus questions, which are on USA 94. Oh, lovely. Bonus question number one. What three different colour combinations were the referee kits at USA 94? Can we confer? You can confer. Green, black... Yeah, and yellow, gold. Yeah, yellow. Green, black, yellow slash gold. Incorrect. The correct Green. answer was silver, gold, and then a pink and black combo. Oh, oh. pink and black. Combo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bonus question number two. Bit much, isn't it? Who won the golden ball for best player at the 1994 World Cup? Oh, the goal for Bradley. best player, not necessarily, not necessarily most so, goals. Yeah. Best player, not most goals. Best player of the World Cup. Yeah. Baggio. Incorrect. The correct answer was Romario. Okay, your third and final bonus question. Romario, come on, let's go in again. Missing sitters here. Here we go. Which team finished the tournament without a single win, no goals scored, and a minus ten goal difference? Saudi Arabia. Didn't confer. You happy with that, Harry? Love that. Love the confidence. Did you kind of just ask? Was the question that they didn't score? Yeah, they didn't score a single goal. And that's their final answer. Yeah. But that didn't that Saudi Arabian guy scored the most famous goal where he ran from the halfway oh, yeah, line? Yes, he did. Yeah. What? <laughs> did he? Yeah. So, goal of the tournament? Mate. <laughs> I, am, I am so sorry. The correct answer was Greece. Oh, mate. That's, we're 1 0 um, down, but I feel psychologically they're already broken. That was big. <laughs> that was big. Fingers on buzzers. Here is right, your next starter on, question. Rude Hullet joined Chelsea in 1995. But which two Italian clubs did he play for prior to that? Little legs! Little legs over the top! Josh. AC Milan and Sampdoria. Correct. Oh, here we go. Okay, here are your bonus questions. And to address some apparent unconscious bias we seemingly have towards them, your bonus questions are on Coventry Aha! City in the 90s. Lovely. Question one. Which player made the most appearances for Coventry in the 90s? Well, I think you want to say Steve Grozovic, yes. but I think he probably was coming to the end by yeah. now. Yeah, so oh, I don't. Wouldn't be Strachan? Wouldn't be no. McAllister? It'd be someone that was just there for ages, and you just didn't even notice they were there. Yes. Was Noel Whelan there a long time? No, he was at Leeds as well, wasn't he? Um, Coventry, most appearances. I just, I'm just not interested in them. Come on, we keep them on. Dig deep. <laughs> who would they? Who would they backline? Come on, be? I'm going to press you for an answer. Um. Should we go with Steve Grizovich? Go for it. Steve Grizovich. The correct answer oh. is Steve Grizovich. Yeah! Oh, round the you houses. You can overthink this, can't you, sometimes? So easy. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Did you, would you have got that? Yes! Oh, straight away. He'd have gone to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus question number two. Which teenage striker was their record signing of the decade when he signed for six million in August 1999? You know this. Uh, I was going to say Robbie Keane. Yeah, I think that so, yeah. Robbie Keane. Correct. Okay, final bonus question. Which striker was sold for their biggest transfer fee of the decade 
when he moved to Aston Villa for 5.75 million in November 1998. Dion Dublin. Is it? Yeah, it's got to be. Isn't okay. It? Dion Dublin. Correct. Oh, Josh. Hang on. Our questions are: What colour is the referee's <laughs> kit? They're going. Can you name Robbie Key? We got if, all of those. But if you'd have got the starter question right, you'd have yeah, the they weren't, they weren't assigned questions. Yeah. Okay, fingers on buzzers. Here's your next starter question. Which Republic of Ireland player committed the most fouls at Italia 90? Can we not knock it? Parry. Ray Houghton. Incorrect. Handing over to Josh. And James. This could be anyone, couldn't it? It's going to be one of those thuggy centre-backs, surely. Yeah, Paul McGraw. Incorrect. Do you open it up for another guess? No. The correct answer was Mick McCarthy. Oh, that was my guess. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, no, I've got that. Balls aren't falling in the right place <laughs> at the moment, are they? Okay, fingers on buzzers again. Here's your next starter question. In the 1996-97 season, Danny Wilson managed which team? Hit leg! Hit leg over the top! Oh. Josh. Barnsley. Oh. Correct. Oh, Josh. <laughs> Our buzzers didn't work. Yeah, Your bonus questions are on Arsenal transfers in the 1990s. Oh, sounds good to me. Sweet Jesus. David Platt. <laughs> Question one. John Hartson joined Arsenal for 2.5 million from which team? Luton Town. Correct. Bonus number two. From which club did Martin Keown join Arsenal in 1993? Oh, yeah. It's it's either it's Villa or Everton, isn't it? It's Everton. Yeah. Everton. Correct. Final bonus question. Which player was the last Arsenal signing of the 90s? Ah, that's a great question. So who would they have signed after Manu won the Champions League? Would it be like Henri? Do you remember they signed Henri and Davos Suka? Yeah. I'm thinking it's not like someone like Edu would he have been after that? I think he'd be after that. Henri... I, I reckon that would have been around the turn of the century. 19. Alex Manninger. Or was he earlier? Because like Franny Jeffers, that was the season no, after. No, that's a good one. No, that's the season after. Uh, Laurent, season after. So, Henri, Suke or Manninger, you take your pick. Thierry Henri. I can tell you it's one of those. Oh! oh come on. Signed on the 3rd of August 1999 for £11 million. Yes. It's Thierry Henry. Oh! oh. <laughs> Harry just shot me a look of disgust. I mean, we've been. I know we're like five one down, but it really does feel like it's against the run of play. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Fingers on buzzers. Here is your final. <laughs> against the run of play. Come on. There's a lot of pressure on this. Here is your final starter question. We could kill this game off. <laughs> I can't take the pressure. Which player was the first to score 100 Premier League goals? Oh. Can we not knock it? Chris is in there quickly. That is. Fair, can, we? can I just know? Yeah. Well, uh, can I just say that's the kind of thing where I was delighted Chris buzzed because I don't believe anyone could actually know that fact. Okay. This is sticking a pin in about one of six. I thought this was the easiest question in the round. Alan Shearer. Correct. Yeah. You know what? I take that back. I don't know as much as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you go? Would you have gone down? I'd have probably panicked uh, and said something like Les Ferdinand. Well, Les yeah. Ferdinand was like, I think yeah. it's one of those two. Your bonus questions are on American players in England. You guys love your American questions. Uh, Kobe Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Every answer. (laughs) John John (laughs) Hawks. Bonus question number one. Which American forward 
Born in South Africa, played for QPR and Coventry. <laughs> Come on. Uh, mate, you got anything on this? No. I'm struggling. Yeah, I know. See, they both know it. <laughs> Just rush them through a few. Yeah, I think if you've not got it, I'm going to have to push I think you. saying rush them through, like they said with us, is the equivalent of holding up an invisible yellow card. <laughs> like, in terms <laughs> yeah. of yeah, gentlemanly yeah. conduct. Could, could Kobe Jones have played for QPR at some point? No, we're going to which, kick ourselves Which this. American forward? Centre forward? Go on, we're going to kick I, I think we're going to know this when, when we hear it. Okay. The correct answer is Roy Wegerly. <sighs> Fuck my old boots. Did you both know that? Yes. <clears throat> Question number two. They, they crumble on bonuses. Which American goalkeeper played in all three World Cups in the 90s as well as winning a League Cup in 1997? Casey Keller. Yeah. Casey Keller. Correct. Thank God. Thank God. That's one, that's one of those points where you grab the ball out of the net and run back. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Final bonus question of this round. Kobe Jones. John Hawks. John Hawks. Who is the first... <laughs> Kobe Jones. Who was the first American to play in the Premier League doing so for Sheffield Wednesday? Oh. I think John Hawks played for Sheffield Wednesday. I'm going to have to push you. I'm going to go John Hawks. The correct answer was John Hawks. Oh, yes. oh that so was close to really fucking that up. Oh, good. Time now for round two. This round is a familiar favourite starting 11. I get nervous listening to this round. <laughs> now that I'm playing it, I feel physically sick. <laughs> so for those who don't know, here's how it works. In this round, I will give you a classic football match from the 1990s. Each team will then take it in turn to name a player from either side who appeared in that game. Oh, God. If at any point you name a player who did not appear during the match, <laughs> you are eliminated. That includes unused substitutes. If you name a player who came on as a sub, you must pick again. The last team with one man or more left standing wins five points. If you manage to eliminate both yeah. opposing players <laughs> without losing one of your own, there is an extra bonus point. Oh, wow. And there is no conferring. When I went on uh, Pointless Celebrities, we were told in no uncertain terms that we weren't allowed to confer. And there was a point when my partner, Sarah Pascoe, started talking to me. And I thought, oh, this is going to be the end of my career. <laughs> <laughs> so, the game in question is from the France 98 World Cup. 7th of July 1998, semi final between Brazil and the Netherlands. Oh, classic. The game ended 1 all. We tossed the coin before the show. Josh, you will kick things off. Okay, I will go with Ronaldo. He must Cor have played because he. Correct. Yeah. Okay, Chris, you're up next. Uh, Cafu. He was he was suspended from the quarters. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cafu was a substitute. <gasps> Is he? Who did not come? Oh, he's gone! He's gone! Chris, Chris has fallen in the first oh, hurdle. Chris. Fuck my I've got God. I've got a confession. Cafu was absolutely my first shout there. Oh, 100%. you're just thinking he's a regular. Totally. I, I don't know what happened there. I always get done. My I made a stage. joke because I thought it was so obvious that Cafu had played. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James, over to you. Fuck. Sorry. Dennis Burkamp. Great call. Yeah. 
Correct. Imagine if they dropped him after he scored that goal in the quarters against Argentina. <laughs> Parry, you're on your own. Over Mars. Oh no. Oh no. He was a sub. What? And he did not come Oh, off. we've done it! Ah. You're joking. That was the worst game we've ever experienced. No, it was the best. My nerves couldn't have taken it. <laughs> that was incredible. Oh, my God. Absolutely. God. Who did you say? Over Mars. Do you know what? Uh, I probably would have gone over Mars. I think, I presume, looking at the first 11, that the Zenden started over him. Zenden over Overmars. Yeah, just of course. He deserves to lose. So the full lineup. I'd were, say genuinely, you know, there's tension in the room that hasn't been in the first three quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have had for Brazil Tafarel, Alder, uh, Baiano, Sampaio, Roberto Carlos, Dunga, Rivaldo, Z Carlos, or Leonardo. Uh, oh my God! For the Netherlands, not right. Van der Sar, Michael Reisiger, Yapstam, Frank de Boer, Wim Yonk. Ronald De Boer, Patrick Clivert, Philip Koku, or Zenden. Sensational. So, so that was a terrible. We should have done a lot better there. So we get, did we get five on the bonus? Congratulations, yeah. oh team. You God. win the points oh. and the extra bonus point. We're back in trouble here. I think that is one of the most unlucky games I've ever seen. Cafu and Overmars would have been tap-ins. Yeah. But there's something about... Something about their team that's mentally fragile. <laughs> <laughs> no. They are Keegan's entertainers. Yeah. <laughs> Keegan's entertainers. But defensively, very frail. Oh, very every frail. time, every time there's a pressure question, I do you remember when Bernard Langer missed that putt in the Ryder Cup? Yes, it feels like that. <laughs> Keir Island. Yeah. I've worked with him. I've worked with him. Time now for round three. Oh. This next round is called Transfer Trail. Well, so far, it's been a season of speculation concerning big money transfers. So many rumours, so many false alarms. This round is all about the progression of the British transfer fee record in the 90s. And by that, I mean the highest transfer fee either paid or received by a British football club during the decade. So... During the 90s, this record was broken or equaled a total of eight times. In front of you are the names of the eight players who broke or equaled that record and the year it happened. I want you to tell me three things. From which club did the player leave? Which club did they join? And how much was the fee in each instance? And remember, sometimes that fee was equaled and not exceeded. You will receive one point for each individual correct team answer, and with the fee, the closest team to the correct answer wins the point. Can I just say, Skull just sat back in his chair and swigged from his red wine with the confidence of a Bond villain. Like, (laughs) here we go. For listeners, here are the dates and the players. In July 1991, David Platt left who to join who for how much? In August 1991, Trevor Stephen left who to join who for how much? In June 1992, Paul Gascoigne left which club to join which club for how much? In January 1995, Andy Cole left which team to join which team and for how much? In June 1995, Dennis Bergkamp left which team to join which team and for how much? In June 1995, Stan Collymore left which club to join which club and again, how much? In July 1996, Alan Shearer left who to join who for how much? And finally, in August 1999, 
Nicholas Anelka left who to join who and for how much and to clarify it is the highest transfer fee either paid or received by a British football club during the decade so in some instances either the outgoing or incoming club could or will be a foreign team while the teams work out their answers here's a clip of some of those players in action is Gascoigne going to have a crack? he is you know oh I think into the crowd but it spins away for Nicholas Anelka oh what a goal what a goal from the 18 year old his first for the club it's Burkamp that's magnificent the move and then this which left Dabby's ass totally stranded right it's time to reveal the answer So, the first player to break or equal the British transfer record in the 90s was David Platt in July 1991. But which team did he leave? Which team did he join? And how much was the fee? Josh and James, what did you have? He left Aston Villa. Yep. He joined Sampdoria. Yep. Fee, £4 million. Okay. We are the same, except we think the fee was £2 million. £2 Yeah, we think he was the first £2 million man. Well, the correct answers were he left Aston Villa to join Bari. Oh, of course he did! For 5.5. Oh, oh God, we're in trouble. Well, now we're, we're in trouble. Back in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause, no, we're what in I trouble say, with the next two. I wouldn't have scribbled out there, it's 5.2. What was it? It was 5.5. Yeah. 5.2 scribbled out there. They've turned on each other already. Can I also just say that <laughs> the, the first £2 million player just isn't a thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. In August 1991 yeah. was Trevor Stephen. He left who to join who for how much? Josh and James. <laughs> left Rangers, joined yeah. Marseille. Yeah. £4.5 million. Pounds. Which we know is wrong because it's less than David Platt. We said that he left QPR for Marseille for three million. First three million pound man. Famously. I can reveal the correct answer was he left Rangers to join Marseille for an equal fee of 5.5 million. So Josh and James get the point there again on the fee. To go with... With Queen's Park Rangers, I suppose, the Glasgow <laughs> Rangers is so like, You can taste it. He left Rangers. He left Rangers. Were you, thinking, Rangers. Of, were you thinking of Trevor Sinclair? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those games where you just know it's not going to be your day. No, <laughs> come on. Okay, come on, next guys. one. In June 1992, Paul Gascoigne left who to join who and for how yeah, much? Had a nightmare, yeah. uh, left Spurs to join Lazio yeah. for £4.5 million. Pounds. Okay. Yeah, Josh and Tom? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we think yeah. the same, except £5 million. Yes, he left Spurs to join Lazio for £5.5 million. Ah. But you get the point because you were closest. Lovely. Record. Next one. January 95, Andy Cole left who to join who for how much? Left Newcastle, joined Manchester United. We've gone with £7 million. Pounds. Okay. We've gone with £8 million. Pounds. He, of course, left Newcastle to join Manchester United and the fee was £7 million. Pounds. Harry got that right. 
I turned him. Look at Parry's smile. Uh, it's a smile. Rueful. <laughs> a rueful smile. A rueful smile. <laughs> Next up, Dennis Bergkamp left who to join who for how much? Left Inter, joined Arsenal, 7.5 million. I put down Ajax to Arsenal, and that was me that led that parry. And I'm so, no, don't, sorry, don't. the fee is 8 million. Get your thought. chin up. Get your chin up. <laughs> Get your chin up. Drew <laughs> <laughs> <Draw> Keegan. <laughs> The correct answer was he left Inter to join Arsenal for 7.5 million. Oh, wow. Next okay. up, okay. June okay. 95, Stan Collymore left who to join who for how much? Left Nottingham Forest, yep. joined Liverpool, same, 8.25 million. Oh, interesting. We've got 8.5. The correct answer was he left Nottingham Forest to join Liverpool for 8.5 million. Oh! Here we go. We need that. We need that. Season starts now. See, here we go. We go again. We go again. Remember Istanbul. <laughs> Next up, July 96, Alan Shearer left who to join who Easy. for how much? Blackburn, Newcastle, 15. Yes. Yeah, so done, done, done. Snap. Correct, yeah. correct, yes. correct. And finally, August 99, Nicholas and Nelka <laughs> leaves who to join who this for how be. much? Arsenal, Real Madrid, We've we've got 19 million. Okay. You think he's left? You think he's leaving Arsenal in 99? Yeah. Bloody <laughs> hell. We've absolutely fucked this. I think you're right. <laughs> he's left Nice. <laughs> you might be right. No. He's joined he's joined Arsenal. Yeah. 15 million pounds. Oh. I mean, that yeah. is <laughs> Nicholas Anelka was signed for half a million pounds <laughs> as a teenager. Look, our uh, heads have gone. The, <laughs> the correct answer is Arsenal to Real Madrid for twenty-two point five million. Whoa! Yeah, still, still a, a mad fee. Yeah, well, bonkers. less than average. <laughs> we go, we go again. <laughs> okay, well done, mate. that's the end well of that done. round. Yeah. The next round is succinctly titled. Play your squad numbers and international caps at the time of the tournament right. Here's how it works. This round is a variation on the classic higher-lower parlour game Play Your Cards Right. In the pot in front of you are all 22 members of England's France 98 World Cup squad. I will randomly pick the first player from the pot and reveal his squad number and the total number of international caps the player had at the start of the tournament. You will then take it in turns, as a team, to pull out a random player. Once you have picked that player, you will then have three options. Option one, (laughs) you can guess if your player pick was allocated a squad number for France 98 higher or lower than the preceding player. Option two, you can guess if your player pick at the beginning of France 98 tournament had a higher or lower number of international caps than the preceding player picked. Or, option three, and this is the big one, you can choose to guess if both the squad number and the number of international caps were higher or lower than the preceding player. If you pick option one or two and guess correctly, your team will score a point and stay in the game. If you decide to pick option three and gamble correctly on both the squad number and the amount of international caps, you will score three three points. points. It's like going away on Question of Sport. Yes. Again, I don't want to have to lawyer up. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's not. If at any point you guess incorrectly, 
your team will be eliminated from the round. So that means if you pick option three, you must get both high-low gambles correct to win the points and stay in the game. Once your team is eliminated, the points you have scored up until that point are yours to keep. However, the opposing team will have the option to keep playing and amassing points until they guess incorrectly. Okay. Okay, everyone ready? Yep. So I have picked the first name from the hat, and that name is Alan Shearer. So I can reveal Alan Shearer's squad number was nine, and the international caps he had at the start of the tournament was 39. Hell. Chris Andy and Tom, Seaman. pick a name randomly <laughs> from the hat. Full And then read out that name. Who have you picked? Michael Owen. Oh, so, that is an easy three points. That was part of the reason he was so good against Argentina, because he had the number of a right back. They thought he was going to be a right back. <laughs> yeah. So just to be clear, I don't need the number of caps, the exact number of caps or the exact sword number. I just need to know whether you think those numbers are higher or lower okay. than the You'd preceding have also, players' numbers. So can... Argentina would have known his game because he played, what, 60 times for England <laughs> by that point. Okay, so we're going to go, go for both. <laughs> yep. We're going to go higher on the squad number, lower on the caps. Right. His squad number was 20, and his caps at the start of that tournament was five. So you score three points. I tell you what, though, Gil, the way that Michael Owen's easy for them, hopefully will swing back. Because that's a high squad number and a low cap. Yeah. Yeah. We need an average player. The dread is the middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Josh and James, pick your player. Go for it, mate. (laughs) Um, Kiss the man to your left. No. <laughs> uh, Sol Campbell. I'm confident we can get the three points on that. Yeah, the, the way well. we just discussed it. Yes, yes, I agree. Lower squad number, higher caps. Yes. His squad number was number two. Was it really? Ooh. Oh, that's really? played right into their hands like now. This. The number of caps pre-tournament was sixteen. Oh. Wow. Not an easy. To the Shockwaves. He's in the middle, isn't he? Really. Okay. Chris and Tom, your turn to pick a player. This is a great round. Les Ferdinand. Ah, this was interesting, wasn't it? Well, another number two. Seaman was annoyed that he'd taken his number. (laughs) 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 But you're super serious about it. It's from all the tabloids. (laughs) Furious Buster. It's got to be. It's got. He's got to have played more games than Soul Campbell at that point. Do you think so? He was only 16. He wasn't a regular, though. A lot of strikers around at that point. I think we can take the easy option, right? 16 games. We want to stay in the mix. How many... I mean, he's featuring a fair amount under Taylor. Yeah. But then again, he's not by the time Euro 96 comes around. Do you know what? I mean, why are we risking it? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. We're just going to say he had a higher squad number. Okay. Out of interest, what would you have said for his number of caps? Well, he's, I think well, he's yeah. got more. We'd have said higher. Okay. Uh, his squad number was number 19. Yeah. Good for us. The number of caps he had pre-tournament was 17. Oh! That's why. That's why we didn't come. Yeah. Well. Don't well be... Well done, no. No, no, no. no. You, I mean, you were we right. We played a good game. We played good a good game. game there. Okay. James and Josh, your oh. pick. Yeah. Straight back. Thank we you. kept our wicket. Okay. Sing the national anthem in an Irish accent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Paul Merson. Paul Merson. Oh, that's not pleasant at all. That is is interesting. Horrible. So, my thinking is, 
he could easily have had a squad number higher than 19. Agreed. But 20's already gone. Yes. 21 or 22 will be a goalie. The odds of him being wow. the other one this is very is... low. So he's got to be below. On squad number. <laughs> Caps, anyone's I think guess. it's anyone's guess. So I just play a low squad number. Uh, I'm with you all the way. Okay. Paul Merson's squad number was 15. Oh! That's all right. Well done. Out of interest, if you were forced to, what would you have gone with Caps? 30. The oh, correct number of Caps pre-tournament was 18. Oh, my word. This is this is a nasty run. We're, yeah. in, we're in the middle. Yeah. This is in the marshy area now. Okay. The marshy area. Oh, oh, oh. Chris and Tom, your pick. <laughs> Come on, boy. Martin Keown. Bloody. Not that is an absolute. Wow. I'm going to say an absolute nightmare in every way. He's not going to be first choice, is he, Keown? I don't think he's getting a number lower than. I mean. Oh man. Unless he's getting 12 or 14, there's yeah, no. Yeah, that's a good like, point. I think Keown might be squad number 18. It feels like the kind of thing he'd do. So, but does squad number feel like a gamble? That's what I'm saying. Whereas I think Caps is an educated guess. What do you think he's under? Yeah, under he's got less than eighteen. I think it, I think I think that's safe. Yeah. I think I think he's, he's got, got I think he's got less than eighteen caps. But then do we want to gamble that he's got a high squad number than fifteen? I think we want to stay in the round. All right. Right. Yeah. Go on. I mean that's what I think. But the floor is has Martin Keown got less than eighteen caps? Yes. I definitely think so. I think I'd have done the exact same thing. Yeah, we're gonna go. Sandwich. We're gonna go lower on caps. I mean, I can't believe this has happened. There was only one chance for two players to have had the exact same number of caps. <laughs> and Martin Keown has got 18 caps, as has Paul Merson. <laughs> and I thought there is no fucking way those two players are getting picked back to back and the people are going to say caps. And that's happened. <laughs> so do, so we, do we go sudden death on squad number? So I don't know how, I don't know we should well, have a discussion. Well, I don't know if you remember like... player cards, right? But you get nothing in this game for a pair. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of his famous catchphrases. But I feel that'd be harsh. That would be too harsh and also legally too close to the format. <laughs> uh, I think we get the same or lower you should get. You shouldn't be punished because if we're not wrong, the same or lower is fine. We should get the point. That's sure. We get a bonus point if anything. I, okay, I'm on the spot, I'm going to say it defers to squad number. So you have to get the squad number right to stay in the game. Oh, it's got to be higher. He's not number 14. Fuck, he could be 14, couldn't he? He could, he be, could four, be 12 or 14. He could be 12 or 14 all day. Go on, Parry, you decide. Oh, we're, I going, we're going lower. I'd have gone lower. Would you? I just think there's less... But by shit, dint to the fact there's so many more numbers below 15 than above 15. <laughs> oh, you got a clue. My Final point. answer? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Martin Keown's squad number was 18. Oh, no! Oh! That feels huge. That feels like a hor <laughs> horrible way for you guys to be eliminated. That was really tough. You look at the numbers there and that's tough. The yeah. one variation in the format that I thought would never happen has happened. Mm. So as the quiz master, I can only apologise. What does that mean? So then? it's over to you guys now. Sure. I mean, oh, the sportsman's choice would be to, to concede. Would yeah. be to... I'd happily concede. Yeah? God. I would happily concede, the... but I just don't think that that's what the listeners would want. <laughs> <laughs> the Keown situation, I think that's a... The Keon situation. Oh, we the new book from Jason. <laughs> We've got a real Keon situation here. So. Well, uh, because they went first, you yeah. should be allowed one more yeah. one more run, and then yeah. okay. gentlemanly conduct is that you will walk away. Uh, I see what you've done there, because that means that even if we get beat, we, 
morally one. <laughs> um, I don't believe it. Graham Rousseau. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know that one. My lower it's number. Got to be. It's got to have higher caps than Martin Keown. We're going to guess number three. Yeah. And nice. we're going to go with higher caps. Is that all right? Both. Yeah. Yeah, locked in. Okay. Graham Lasso's squad number was indeed number three. But he broke his leg for a year, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. And. Oh, God. Yeah. The number of caps pre tournament. Stuart Pierce is around at this point. Yeah. Was 25. Damn it! There's an old quiz where the answer is something like the death of Princess Diana, and you go, Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Who's once in a pub in Crystal Palace? It would have been with you, probably. It was after Izzy's book launch. Oh, yeah. The first pub we went into was a. um, had a pub quiz on, and we were like, I will go elsewhere. But I heard one question in a pub quiz, and it was, How old was Linda McCartney when she died? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Forty-one years. Yes. Come on! I told you she was young. I told you she was young. <laughs> she had years. Years she had to go. Oh, that felt. That was a. That was an emotional round. Yeah. That was an emotional round. Time now for the final round of the first half. Nineties football mastermind. Oh, there we go. Each player will have 90 seconds to answer 10 questions on their chosen specialist subject. There will be one point for each correct answer. This time round, Tom and James, you will play. In the second half of the quiz, Josh and Chris will take the hot seat. So first in the spotlight tonight is Tom. Your specialist subject is Italian 90 results scores. Quids in. Quids in. Your time starts now. Excluding goals in penalty shootouts, how many goals did England score at the tournament? Oof. Um, six. Correct answer was eight. What was the score in the final between Argentina and West Germany? Uh, 1-0. Correct. During the tournament, there were two matches where six goals were scored in one game. Can you name either one of them? Um, Germany, United Arab Emirates. Correct. Italia 90 was a notoriously low-scoring World Cup, but how many 0-0 draws were there at the tournament? One? Five. Oh, sorry. Which team scored the most goals at the tournament? Germany. Correct. England famously lost on penalties to Germany in the semi-final. Which other team also lost on penalties at the same stage? Um, Italy. Correct. Republic of Ireland were eliminated by Italy in the quarter-finals. Excluding victories by penalty shootout, how many games did they win all tournament? Um, three? Zero. Two teams exited the tournament having scored only a single goal. Can you name one of them? Um, Uruguay? Egypt or South Korea? What record do Brazil, Egypt and Italy share from the tournament? Um, The correct answer was the lowest goals conceded. They all had only two. Mm. You have scored a respectable four. I will go down with this (laughs) shit. (laughs) You chose a tough topic there. Too yeah. broad. Scores. Too broad. Okay, James, you're next in the hot seat. You have 90 seconds to answer 10 questions on your chosen specialist subject, which is Liverpool striker Robbie Bernard Fowler. 
if you part- I was hoping that was going to be one of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> If you pass at any point, you may return to the question later. Your time starts now. Fowler's hat-trick against Arsenal in 1995 was at the time the fastest in Premier League history. How long did it take? Four minutes and 33 seconds. Correct. During the 1990s, in how many different seasons did Fowler score more than 20 goals in all competitions? Three. Correct. What star sign is Robbie Fowler? Sagittarius. Aries. The confidence he did that. Against which team did Fowler score his first Premier League hat trick? Southampton. Correct. How many times was Fowler capped for England? 26. Correct. And how many goals did he score for his Seven. country? Correct. What was unique about Fowler's appearance record in the 94 95 season? Not once did he, was he a substitute. Uh, he played in every competitive game for Liverpool in all competitions, oh, 57, yeah. 57 in total. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the 29th of March 1997, against which team did he score his first international goal? Mexico. Correct. How many times did Fowler win PFA Young Player of the Year? Twice. Correct. And finally, <laughs> which team did he support as a kid? Everton. Correct. Come on! Come on! Oh, that is so impressive. That is so impressive. <laughs> you scored an incredible eight out of ten. Oh, I mean, it's respectable. Michael, can you spin up the travel eight? I'm never last round. Okay, that whistle means it's half time. While the teams go off for an inspirational team talk. And you can fucking pick someone else to help you, and you can bring your fucking dinner. Because by the time I'm finished with you, you'll fucking need it. And I work out the scores. Here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back to the Quickly Kevin 90s Football Quiz. Um, <laughs> can I just say, before we start the second half, there's a certain freedom that comes with already being relegated. Me and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Parry are playing without pressure now, so... <laughs> After a fiercely contested first half, I'd scripted that before it actually happened. <laughs> I can reveal at half time, Josh and James are currently in the lead. I'm not going to tell you by how many points. No, I don't want to ruin the drama. But will they be able to hold on to their lead or will they crumble like Keegan in 95 96? Who knows? As an incentive, it's time to reveal the prizes at stake. So, you are playing for, first up, an original uh, Euro 92 pin badge. You're also playing for a steel, boxed and sealed sports star Peter Beardsley action figure. That's beautiful. An unopened packet of Premier League 1997 stickers. You're also playing for a copy of... uh, the World According to Championship Manager 97-98. Oh word, that sounds good. And you are also playing for, which will appeal to one of you, an original... No! Uh, Wolves Away shirt. Do you know what season that's from, Harry? Um, I think it's like early, early 90s. This is like torturing the ball, 93, I think. <laughs> good year sponsored away shirt. And isn't it beautiful, boys? Oh. Did you know that he got that? No. This is like showing you pictures of your, your kids that he's got hostage. <laughs> I'll put more time into Italian uh, United results yeah. scores, quids in. And we're also playing for uh, an original Crystal no. Palace. What is that? Buckter Tulip Computers. I think it's like 91, 92 oh, yeah. season. They didn't really 
work out, did they, Tulip Computers? <laughs> well, they rebranded, didn't they? Oh, did they? As Apple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the prize pool. I'm sure the generous amongst you will share some of the prizes. Yeah, with the team. if we win, you can have Peter Beardsley. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Josh and I burn the wool shirt outside. <laughs> okay, so time for the first round of the second half. But I'll tell you, you can tell him now if you're watching it, we're still fighting for this title. And and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. This round is another quick fire buzzer round. Ten general knowledge questions about 90s football. First team to buzz in with the correct answer will get the point. If you guess incorrectly, the question will be passed over to the other team to try and answer. So very simple, we've all seen 15 to 1. Fingers on buzzers. <laughs> Here is your first question. In 1993, Arsenal became the first... Little legs! Little legs over the top! They won the league and the league... No, sorry, they won the cup and the league cup. Correct. What what are you talking about? That's not how we wanted to start the second half. We really really needed something. We've gone in at half-time, had an absolute bollocking. (laughs) Conceded in the 46th minute. (laughs) Question number two. What links the international debuts of Alan Shearer, Rob Lee and Dennis Wise in the 90s? Can we not knock it? Parry has scored twice. Incorrect. Scored once, isn't it? Scored? I think that, yeah, they all scored. They did all score, yeah. Oh! No Such a gamble for twice. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're in trouble like this. It's flair players. Flair players, in a relegation battle. Flair players in a relegation battle. You don't need it. Luxury oh. players. Luxury players. First two million men. First two million. <laughs> two million found. <laughs> Why? Why twice? <laughs> Why twice? <laughs> he just lost the number two. Barry. <laughs> Barry. It's obsessed. He's lost his head. Okay. On, okay. Question number three. At USA 94, which team scored the most goals in the group stages but still went out? Little legs! Little legs over the top! Josh. Russia? Correct. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. Hell. Well, the, one of the only big facts I know about USA 94 is that Russian guy scored five goals in one game. Yeah. Question number four. In 1995, Notts County were the last English team to win which competition? Can we not knock it? Chris. The Anglo-Italian Cup? Correct. Yes. I was sadly, oh, I, I was confident, and then I thought, no, that like there was it, the AstraZeneca was that weird Zenith data, Zenith system, Zenith yeah. Zenith data system shit. Well, we didn't sense your hesitation at all. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five: Eric Cantona scored the first ever Premier League hat trick in a five-nil win over Spurs in August 1992. But which Norwich striker scored the second in November of that year? Can we not knock it? Chris. Chris up. Incorrect. Was it Jeremy Goss? Incorrect. The correct answer was Mark Robbins. Mark Robbins. Bloody hell. Question number six. In the 95-96 season, which club was the first to field four overseas players? Little legs! Little legs over the top! Josh? Man, you? Incorrect. Can we confirm? You can confirm, passing it over. Look at Middlesbrough. Oh, hello. I like that a lot. That's a great answer. Middlesbrough? It is a great answer. It's wrong. (laughs) The correct answer was Man City. Bloody hell. 
Uh, question number seven. Which British manager was sacked by Real Madrid in 1990? Had we not knocked it? Chris. Did you say British? British manager. John Toshak. Correct. Oh, yes. you know what? Please. I've got it in my own well head because I thought he said English. Yeah, fine. Question number eight. Who played every league game in his first season with the club as Arsenal won the 1990-1991 title? Hit leg! Hit leg over the top! Josh. Anders Limpar. Oh, no, I know what it is. Incorrect. Pass it over to Chris and Tom. Repeat the question, please. Who played every league game in his first season with the club as Arsenal won the 1990-1991 title? Go for Kian. I reckon Kian. Kian over right. Yes. Okay. Mine, Kian. Not only is that not correct, there was literally a question earlier in the quiz about Martin Keown signing for Arsenal from Everton in 1993. <laughs> the correct answer was David Seaman. Uh, question number nine. Who scored England's first hat-trick of the 90s? Hit leg! Hit leg over the top! Josh. Gary Lineker? Correct. Oh, well done. Of course it is. Yes. And finally, question number ten. Pop star Madonna was given the job of voting for the best-looking player at the USA 94 World Cup. Great question. Who did she vote for? Can we not knock it? Parry's gone. Baggio. He was Correct. The oh! Yes. He, was the was. he was the best-looking oh. player. He was, wasn't he? <laughs> Basically, I had Madonna got it right. Yeah. <laughs> of course he was. Time for the oh. penultimate round of the oh, quiz. Come on, Skull. Come on. We can still do this. Lots of points to play for I'm, here. I'm thinking about the summer. Am I going to get my big he's move to he's another on team? Holiday. He's on holiday already. <laughs> this next round is a variation on the classic parlour game Taboo, but with a 90s football twist. It's a round I like to call Taribu West. Lovely. Here's how it works. In front of you is a pile of cards, each with the name of a 90s oh, footballer on. Oh, no. One member of the team takes a card. They then have to describe the player to their teammate without saying his name, nickname, or any abbreviation. So, for example, if you were describing Stuart Pearce, you couldn't use Psycho, or if you were describing Chris Sutton, you couldn't use SAS. You, you could have... use Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have 60 seconds to correctly guess as many players as you can. One point per correct answer. You are allowed to pass and return to the player. However, any pass cards you do not complete by the end of your time will be awarded to the opposing team. And as a hint, every player in this pile scored a Premier League hat-trick in the 90s. Chris and Tom, you're up first. Which of you is describing and which is guessing? Tom is the guest, so he can pick. (sighs) I'll describe. Do it. God. This isn't going to be good. So, it, so every, every one of these scored a Premier League hat-trick. Yeah. Okay. Okay, your time starts now. Uh, flat cap. Cries for Alan his teacher. Ball. Flat cap cries about his teacher. <laughs> you have to give me more than that. Passionate pundit. Passionate pundit. Not left. Uh, Gunner. Can I say that? Alan Smith. No. Uh, flat cap. Come on. Yeah, not left. Not left? Yeah. Right, right yeah. midfield. Yeah, no, not left. <laughs> right, oh, Ian Wright. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, if he was an electrician for slang, you would call him Spark, Sparky. Yeah. Mark Hughes. Yeah. Um, so um, Middlesbrough. Juninho. Uh, uh, Italian. Uh, uh, Ravinelli. Yes. Um, 
Uh, Villa, United. Uh, Dwight York. Yes. Uh, Italian, Middlesbrough, Chelsea. 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 Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Di Matteo. No, manager. Chelsea. Uh, Brian Robson. No. Uh, Italian. Stop. Ah. Viali. Fuck. Shit oh. house. So you scored four. Respectable. What? What's the average? <laughs> well, we're about to see. Okay, Josh and James. Pressure. Your turn. Who is going to pick? Describe, I think I'll describe. Is, you're going to describe, yeah. James. Okay. Not left. Not left is an insane description. <laughs> Not left. I think the problem there was flat cap. Does not create anything <laughs> to be a You're thinking of an old man. I thought that was quite yeah, flat cap price to his teacher. If he had said flat cap and I said Ian Wright, people wouldn't know what was going on. <laughs> Josh and James, your time starts now. Oh God, uh, tall striker from Norway, Torando Flo. Mm, yes. Charlton Athletic legend, bang the goals in for fun. Surname, you could be, sounds like, almost sounds like a euphemism. Think of your classic Charlton centre forward, hammered the goals in in the 90s. Charlton? Charlton Athletic. <laughs> I think he even scored like 40 goals in a season. What? No! Yeah, Mark back. Intilla, no. No. Jonathan Johansson? No. Uh, exotic surname? Mark Fish? No. <laughs> With several several syllables. Former Tropical. Former Bolton. Yes! Former Bolton striker may or may not have slept with a glamour model. Dean Holzer. Yes. Um, German loved a dive. Jürgen Klinsmann. Oh man. Oh. Former Blackburn striker. Oh. I thought you'd done really badly, but actually did the same as us, didn't you? Pulled it back. <laughs> Pulled it back. You scored a total of four points. Clive well. Mendonca was tough. How do you describe Clive Mendonca? I, d- I don't think Black it's helpful. Black Black I, I don't think the euphemism helps. No. I was I, a, do you know what didn't help? The the implication that he scored 40 Premier League goals <laughs> in one season. <laughs> that, in yeah. many ways, pushed me away and from Mendonca. My favourite thing of that is what's the most exotic Premier League footballer you can think of from the 90s? Mark Fish. Fish. <laughs> Exotic, exotic surname. Exotic surname. I mean, do you or do you not get exotic fish? <laughs> okay, it's time now for the final round of the quiz, the second half of the 90s football mastermind. As before, each player will have 90 seconds to answer 10 questions on their chosen specialist subject. One point for each correct answer. This time round, Chris and Josh will play. First in the spotlight is Josh. Good luck. And your specialist subject is Championship Manager 97-98. Which I regret. Your time starts now. What was the make and model of the football featured on the cover of the game? Mitre Delta? Mitre Magma. Oh, come on! Question two. Ivory Coast wonder kid Ibrahim Bakayoko yeah. could be signed from which French side at the start of the game? Montpellier. Correct. In what month was the game released? October. Correct. Oh! Which British manager featured in the picture on the main holding page? Graham Taylor? Bobby Robson. Oh, yeah, he was holding a big shield. Which position did... <laughs> like, a, as a prize, not like as a knight. <laughs> <laughs> eating your own time. What position did midfield legend Tommy Swindle Larson play? Midfielder, left centre? Correct. 
Who was the most expensive player in the world at the start of the game? Uh, was he called like Pedro Munoz Alfonso? Danielson. Uh, the oh, is that Danielson? Yeah. Ga- I always wondered who that was. <laughs> the game was developed by Sports Interactive, but what are the names of the two brothers who designed and created Paul the and game? Paul and Oliver Collier. Correct. God. What company published the game? Domark? Eidos. How many playable leagues were there in Chapman 9798? Eight. Nine. Oh. And finally, which European league featured for the first time in that incarnation of the Portugal. game? Correct. Oh! Wow, Woody. Well done. Josh claimed not to have researched that. You're not putting Portugal out the back, like, back of your mind. What you haven't got that preloaded in the locker. I, I refuse to believe that. Was that. that was good. That was good. I spent 20 years wondering who that guy was that was the most expensive player in the game. That was Danielson all along. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Okay. Do you know what? Thank if you. I can manage to get 50 in this last little month, <laughs> then we stand a chance. Back, we, we, tell you what. I'll back you, mate. Yeah. Okay. It's going to go down. If you get nine or above, you win the quiz. Hello. What are you doing? Hello. I like this talk. Yeah? Yeah. Because no. yeah. James and, is absolutely human. And no time limit. What are you doing? <laughs> so he's got 10 questions. He's got okay. to get nine or above. 10 questions. Yeah. Hang on. Nine I'm not going to do no time limit. No so, conferring. Just to clarify, Skull has an unlimited time limit. Great. He's basically in cheat mode. He's got to get nine out of ten, or ten out of ten, <laughs> yeah. and him and Parry win the quiz. Can I just say, some great exec producing from me here. It's <laughs> really up there. Yeah. For once, talent with an exec credit has earned that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Chris, your chosen specialist subject was Quickly Kevin Series 1. <laughs> so you've gone full Inception here. You've gone full Inception, full inception. mode. Wheels within wheels. Okay. Huge. So I've decided to go even deeper. Oh, my <laughs> God. So for this Series 4 Quiz Mastermind round, your questions will be on Chris Skull's Mastermind round in Series 1. Oh, John, are you prepared, knowing how deep he's gone, to drop it to 8? No. Yes. Yes! <laughs> What an exec. Okay. What an exec that it's man official. is. Eight or more, Chris and Tom <laughs> snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. James has got his head in his hand. You know what? This twist, this twist has been worth it to see James with his head in his hand. Having spent the last week researching Robbie Fowler. <laughs> Since episode one, I've prayed to appear on this show and it's just, it's just disappearing between my fingers. <laughs> Question number one. What was your specialist subject in the series? Oh, that is a great question. World Cup 94. The correct answer was West Ham 1994-95 season. Fucking hell. It's all right. It's fine. So I can still get nine. Yeah, you can still get nine. I can get two wrong. So I can get one more wrong. How many points did you correctly score out of ten during that quiz? I think I did uh, I think it was six or seven will you take six or seven as an answer yeah I will yeah okay very generous from Josh the correct answer was four <laughs> I literally <laughs> wrote down I wrote down four <laughs> I think the correct answer was a respectable four fucking <laughs> 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 hell right eight it's so all gonna get all eight in a row now come in what a story this would be <laughs> yeah so that means you got six questions wrong 
Let's see if you can remember the incorrect answers you gave for those questions. (laughs) West Ham's final league position at the end of the 94-95 season was 14th. What did you think it was? I think I would have think I think I would have gone worse. Oh, well, you accept high, worse I, I as an answer. Higher or lower? I'd say lower than 14th. You said 16th. Yes. yes. Yeah. Still in the game. Okay. Question four. Julian Dix scored the only goal in a one-nil victory over Leicester in November of that year. Who did you say scored it? Uh. <laughs> I mean, that's got Tony Cotty up front. I'd get in my back of my head I would have gone Michael Hughes I'll accept Hughes or Cotty Hughes or Cotty the correct answer well the incorrect answer that you gave was Tony Cotty yes we're on question number five (laughs) Julian Julian Dix was club captain that season I asked you who was vice captain the correct answer was Steve Potts who did you say it was how do I know that it's Steve Potts this time around <laughs> so Julian Dix was club captain yep. who did I say I asked you who was the vice captain the correct answer was Steve Potts you said someone different I'll let you get 7 out of 10 yeah <laughs> I feel like I've turned up to a house party and everyone's off their face on coke <laughs> <laughs> who did I say was club captain not Julian Dix, not well, let, Steve Potts. Let me rephrase it. In the 94-95 season, Julian Dix was club captain, but who was vice captain? Mm. Go with your gut. Yeah. Oh, Steve Potts. So I said Steve Potts. No, Steve Potts was the correct answer. But I never said Steve you Potts. You gave me an incorrect answer. 94-95, uh, um, vice captain, Alvin Martin. Correct. Oh, no! <laughs> you don't get the 7 out of 10, then. You don't get the... <laughs> 7 out of 10 stands. No, it's no, 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 it doesn't. That's me. <laughs> what Why is happening? Huge. Gerard has scored. It's 3 oh, 1. This God. is literally worse than Brexit. <laughs> That's big. Okay, question number six. Oh, no. West Ham sold Lee Chapman to Ipswich in January of that season for 70,000. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But which club? Did you think they sold him to? Leeds. Correct. Oh, <laughs> Even when you said that, I thought it was still Leeds. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> I was like, you've got to... That's Leeds. That was a trick question. <laughs> Fucking hell. Question number seven. <laughs> West Ham lost 1-0 in the fourth round of the FA Cup to QPR. Yeah. Which team did you say they lost to? Notts County. I still think it now. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. You said Wrexham. Oh. So, question eight. You need these last three questions. Oh, correct shit. To win the quiz. Tony Cotty was the actual top scorer with 15 goals in all competitions that season. But who did you say was the top scorer? Julian Dix. Yeah? 15 goals for a left back. Took penalties. Okay. So you've gone for Julian Dix. You had incorrectly said Don Hutchins. Oh! Oh! That was all the six you got wrong, and I was hoping you wouldn't get to that point in the quiz because I didn't have two more questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh! No. Oh, yeah. oh, incredible. The curtain has been pulled back on this production. <laughs> Uh, so you scored a respectable four. Ah, <laughs> ah, but that is the oh, ending. Okay, so that is the end of the quiz. I'm not going to bother working out all the scores because ultimately Chris and Tom lost by a mere two points at the end there. So congratulations oh. to this series winners, yeah. James well done, Josh. and congratulations, Josh. Robbie Fowler. Bit creepy, but... <laughs> Commiserations to the losing team. Congratulations oh. to the winning team. Can't wait to. I just cannot wait. To stick around. Let's stick around next shirt. season. Get, get on the back, walls. Back yeah. we oh, we'll be there. We'll be there. I'm not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. No one's coming in for me. Uh, not only do you get the prizes revealed earlier, you also get to pick which song plays out the end of the show. I think, in in lieu of the end being more dramatic than it should have been, and the gladiator story, we should perfect end with the gladiators theme tune. Lovely. Okay, well that's it. Thank you to all our guests this series: Bobby Gould, Alex Brooker, Gary Neville, Alistair Campbell, Stuart Pearce, Tom Crane, John Monker, and finally the big guns, James Gill and Tom Parry. And a big thank you to everyone who came along to our two live shows in London, to the guests Alan Smith and Barry Fry. Sign up to the mailing list and follow us on social media for details of more live shows, quiz events, and lots more coming in the near future, including series five. Until then, Robbie Slater. See you later. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.